Welcome to Parents Take 5, where we take five minutes of your day to share parenting and family tips that help you grow in faith. Here, we come to you in your car, through your headphones, on the go, while chasing your kiddos or texting your youth, wherever you need a little support in your day. I'm Jen Evans, currently serving as Associate Pastor for Youth, Young Adults, and Families with Young Children at Second Presbyterian Church in Little Rock, and your host. If you have any questions or have ideas, you can find the Facebook group for podcast listeners by searching for Parents Take 5, that's F-I-V-E, and the same is true for Instagram. With that said, I hope you enjoy this moment of sanity and growth catalyst. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more tidbits on the fives. Hey y'all, welcome back. This is Jen and I have Anne Russ with us again today. Um, during our Advent um, series of wonderful podcasts, today we are talking about a hard topic, recognizing that this is a difficult season. It's actually been a difficult year, I think, for many of us, but today we're going to talk about the hard time that we have in this Advent season so, Anne, tell us what you're thinking right now about the grief and hardship that goes along with this season. Well, you know, Jen, as we talked about at our last podcast, you know, COVID is making anything that was already hard even harder. Um, and that includes the holidays. And it is making anything that was good a little bit less good which also includes the holidays. So I think one thing that families can do, um, since most families are not going to be able to do exactly what you usually do, I think to acknowledge that with your kids and to talk about the things that they miss and the things that they are sad about. I think this idea, um, I've heard people say, oh, well, you know, really, it's just another day, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or any major holiday, it's not just another day. It's a special day and we all have traditions and rituals that make it special. We can't do those things. It's painful and it hurts and it's sad. And I think it's okay for us to say that it's sad. Um, and sometimes it's not even about rituals. Sometimes it's just about seeing, you know, you're going to have kids who are going to have their first Christmas that they're not going to get to see their grandparents. And that's sad. And I think acknowledging that and letting your kids be sad and not try to gloss over it is really important. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think it is going to be really hard for our kids. I also think it's going to be hard for us as adults to see that our kids aren't going to have that experience. Perhaps even more painful for us to see that they're not going to have that experience than maybe even for them not having the experience. Um, and I think, you know, we're not going to be able to see our family in some cases and, you know, we're not driving and we're not, you may not see grandparents and church is going to be different. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of those people who's pretty sure that the baby Jesus doesn't come unless you stand in the middle of a bunch of people and hold a candle and sing silent night. And this year I'm not going to be able to do that. And guess what? Baby Jesus is still going to come. And I think that's, um, I think that's important for us all to remember 
And I think you had a good point about talking about how we may be more sad than our kids um, is to remember how resilient kids really are. And often if we'll let kids be sad, they can be sad and then move on and have a really great Christmas. Mm. Um, kids bounce back, bounce back a lot quicker than we often give them credit for. So just because we're still grieving doesn't mean that our kids haven't done their grieving and moved on and are still going to have a great Christmas, however you choose to celebrate it. That's a really great point because I, I think I've forgotten sometimes that grief comes in a stage right like there are different stages of grief and so it's not a I'm grieving and I'm not grieving it's right different ways in which we grieve um and what are those triggers I think some of the things you can do is those things that you are going to miss how can you how can you incorporate them into what you're doing you know if grandma always makes divinity candy Um, And that's a big treat. Hopefully grandma can ship you some of her famous divinity candy. Or if your kids always make something special for aunts and uncles, have them make it and send it on. And then you can all zoom together and enjoy opening those presents. Here's one thing though. And if your grandmother, if you're listening and your grandmother sends you divinity candy, I would like for you to (laughs) send me a message um, and I will give you my address and you can send me some divinity candy because I don't even know what that is. So Um, Oh my gosh. It is, it is (laughs) so good. And I have, I have, I will echo that because I have never been able to master it. It's Mm. kind of a, it's a, it's a technical challenge in a baking show. (laughs) It would be a technical challenge and I have never been able to pull it off. Well, now I'm going to have to look that up, but I, you know, I'm, my family is not around where I live. And so I think we're going to have the same struggles of how can we be close to family even when we can't be. Yeah. And I also think about many people are are struggling financially right now because COVID has not helped with job situation. And so there's the grief of, you know, you dream of what Christmas morning looks like or what you can give. And I I think there's a certain amount of grief that goes along with that as well. Yeah, the extra, and, and, you know, Christmas is often a financial strain on parents and families. Mm -hmm. And then with incomes decreased or even eliminated, um, that just adds to that burden. Um, And that's a source of stress and grief for families as well. So acknowledging this grief, is one way that we can kind of own it and um, live, lean into it a little bit more, being aware of it. Are there other things that you can think of, Anne, that would be helpful um, for us in addition to the Advent calendar that we, that you've put out um, to help us through this season? I think, I think observing Advent with the calendar or other things you may do as a family are going to be super important this year, perhaps more than in prior years, um, because I think we need even more than ever that spiritual grounding in Advent and a reminder of what Christmas really is and what we're really focusing on. And, you know, the very first Christmas happened in very desperate times. Mm. The people were occupied. It was a dangerous place to be. Mary and Joseph were completely displaced from their homes and from everything they knew. 
that's the world baby Jesus came into. So Mm. if the world is feeling upside down and you're feeling displaced and everything is off kilter and wrong, it's just the kind of place baby Jesus feels at home. That is the world that Jesus was born into. And Jesus is still going to be born in our homes this year in the midst of COVID, in the midst of economic problems, in the midst of our grief over not getting the Christmas we want. So I think paying attention to Advent and preparing our hearts and our minds for the coming of Christ will really help our grief in the losses that we, we, we will be experiencing this Christmas. Yeah. Well, and I love, I love the point that you bring up about the world as it was when Jesus was born. It was a mess. It was a mess. Yeah, absolute mess. And for me, it's very comforting to think that the world to me feels a little messy right now. Um, (laughs) Just a bit. I mean, (laughs) between, you know, politics and news and the struggles and COVID and all the things. Um, and to, to really hone in on the fact that this is the kind of way perhaps it was when Christ was born. A little chaotic. A little chaotic. And Jesus came anyway, even if you holding, even if you aren't holding your candle and singing Silent Night. No? Wow. Okay. So the baby I hate Jesus to believe that, but I think it might be true. Ah, baby Jesus. Come, ba- sweet baby Jesus. Well, we are going to continue with our calendar and lean a little bit more into our grief, acknowledging that and holding our family um, as much as we can, whether it be physically or in our hearts and minds. And um, thank you for helping us move through Advent. Absolutely. We're, we're, we're all going to make it through together. Nobody, nobody does Christmas by themselves. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. I hope that you've enjoyed having a few minutes to help you recenter, refocus, and reflect on family and faith. As you think of questions or ideas that you'd like for me to explore on the podcast, check out Instagram and the Facebook group to reach me. I hope that you'll take five with us again.